What an episode of I can't stick. believe we're sitting here all this time with this lovely woman sitting here, and you have not got the class to introduce me. I, what are you talking the about? Guest wife, but that doesn't matter. It's I, still, we're still human beings, and I, yeah. I never met this woman before. Well, you will now. I know him, but I don't know her. Okay, that is Sue, and no, she, that's Eric. That's Eric. That's Sue. Now you know See, Eric is. <laughs> Remember that? I do. That was uh, what's his name? The voice of Bugs Mel Bunny, Mel Blanc. But don't get interrupted. All right, but don't. We haven't even gotten to do the, the whole thing about his name. All right, how you Eric, screw up his name every time. You well, I, I usually said Eric Tartaglione, but when he says it, because he's a genuine Italian comedian, Italian American comedian who's who's terrific, who's one of the funniest guys on the planet, Eric Tartaglione. That's the way you say. No, wait. Which is the funny one, Tartaglione or Tartaglione? He's funnier when you say Tartaglione for some reason. I don't know. You're, it's it, you're both words, both names, by the way, are incorrect. They would be, but They're when incorrect. you say it, you say Tartaglione. Right, because I anglicize it. You anglicize. I anglicize it for an American audience or an English speaker. It's Tartaglione. But oh, nobody oh, says Oh, yeah, you that. never say the G. <laughs> yeah, right. G-L-I in Italian is like two L's in Spanish. But when you say it like that, I feel like I owe you a vig. <laughs> and I don't even know what a vig is. What is a vig? I it's something that the Italians get from everybody they run into. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what, it's what, what we're entitled to. Okay. Now, let's... Jackie the Joke Man, Marlon. Tortaglione. That's Jackie. Tortaglione. I am Peter Bales, and we are delighted to have this really cool couple... Uh, we have Eric, who is a terrific stand-up comedian, and his wife, Sue, who is... A Tartaglione. She is, but she's also... Did you change your name? You wanted me to. So you're a Tartaglione. Yes, yes. yes. Well, that's, you that's should be so proud. Sweet. That's sweet. She is a psychic, and I, we're going to get a chance to talk to Sue. And I know several people... Why who, would you who, talk to her if she knows what you're thinking? <laughs> I know. But I know several people who I really respect in comedy and out of comedy, who have told me about her and have truly been amazed at what she does. And uh, so we, we're going to talk to Sue, because I really don't know much about what a psychic really does and how it works. But you have got rave reviews from people oh, that I've spoken to. And your husband gets rave reviews as a comedian who is just so funny. And do you That's know? That's the eighth time you've said that. You do must you know, owe him money. I don't. I'm just telling you. He owes me the vig. That's I owe him the vig. And Jackie, you're never going to guess where Eric Tartaglione got his start in stand-up comedy. You're never going to guess. Never. In a million, in a million years, years will you guess. Where he got his start. Guess. Uh, at the Neptune Pub opening for the Off Hour Rockers, which was my band in the 70s, and we never even had a comedian near the stage. But I will do anything <laughs> to not have to hear about your dopey, stupid <laughs> comedy class. Stand up you told Eddie Murphy to go back to school, he, you meant your stupid comedy <laughs> class. I did. I think he could tighten up his punchlines. Eric uh, took... Uh, Stand-Up University, which you can, of course, reach at standupuniversity.com. I say that because it really irritates Jackie. And, uh, but, I mean, he started our class and then just went like out. long ago? He became a super success. Was your hair still brown when he My did hair it? was probably brown. It was browner, yes. And, and your hair was exactly, yeah, exactly <laughs> the same. <laughs> no, but I have to tell you how what happened to me. I was an actor for many years on New York and, and in, in Long Island. I did a play in the city 
that was horrible. Absolutely horrible. I looked at her and I said, I quit. She was in the audience? Yes. Oh, sure. Of course she was. I quit. And, and I said, no, I mean, were you together? Oh, yeah. And I, oh, I, so she went in the audience as a member of the audience. No, no, we were together at the time. We were married already. Yeah. And you watched him. Well, you, you weren't bad. That just the well, play here, was bad. Here's an idea of giving you an yes. idea of how horrible. We were wearing paper mache white jumpsuits, carrying <laughs> tomato cans with the label taken off, so there was silver. And we were walking. Me and another actor doing a scene. Could never look at each other. Walking on an imaginary grid, putting cans down to sort of exemplify the uselessness of hard labor. This is how horrible it was. I said, I quit. No, wait, no, wait. <laughs> somebody had to write this. Yes, that's so right. So somebody had to cast it. Yeah. And you just, it sounds like you were probably taking whatever you could get. Sure, because there was gonna be industry there. Of course. In the city. <laughs> of okay. course. Of course. So. Was it at, in a place of note or? It was uptown. We were near Columbia University. Like it a little was, bar, a little it stage? Was, it, was, it, was in a, it was in a theater space. I don't remember now. It's 23 years. Did you like look at the years. other actors like, what, what the frig are we doing like here? It was off, off, way off. But yeah, the other actors, <laughs> but they were different scenes, guys talking about blowing rooms up. It, he believe me. He got off me. stage and he says, I'm not doing this anymore. I said, good, because I was going to take those cans and throw them at you. <laughs> <laughs> so you're thinking, even if I go on stage as a comic, if I bomb really horribly, it won't be as horrible as being part of this. <laughs> I tell you something, I, was, I didn't even give it that much thought. What happened was I saw an ad. Become a stand-up comic. Wait, there's one thing you did. Was this play a comedy? Uh, no. No. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't mean to interrupt you. We have a surprise. We have a surprise for you. Freddie, can you get the cans we got together? Can you give them to Eric? Because I want him to establish some of his stand-up memories. See, he bails. Save stuff like that, thinking that uh, if you right. ever become huge, <laughs> right, 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 he becomes Mr. eBay, and then he doesn't have to do a stupid comedy. <laughs> <for that anymore. laughs> now, but Eric, you became successful rather quickly. So, well, yes, what happened was like, let him finish the segue. So I okay. take the class. I said to my, why don't I? I, I just, I really didn't give it that much thought. She said, go ahead. So I wound up taking the class. And oh, you saw an ad for his class? Yeah. Oh, that's the yes. Oh, oh, I didn't so know. I, so I said, I'm gonna go. Facebook. That's no, no, it was on. It was in uh, Newsday because I think it was oh. in the governor's ad. It's something oh, like on okay. the bottom. Like 23 years ago. Yeah, wow. it was. Yeah, it was over. It was that was early that's January or February of 2000. So I take the class, and at the end, first of all, my first two words in comedy, the graduation show, first two words. Peter Bales, everybody. And I thought I was so cool that uh. I thought, like, to do that, like, comics do that. Like, I, I was my, those were my first two words. And then we, in the end, we got a certificate. And on the certificate, it said, go out and spread the laughter. The gift of laughter. And I said, you know what? I tend to think of myself that way as a performer. You're trying to spread joy in the world. So I said, that's what I'll do. I, I, as a, you know, again, I can vouch for Eric being a killer act. That's the ninth time. <laughs> and I got I to gotta ask Sue a question. 99 plus percent of the time for comedians, it goes great. But sometimes it doesn't. Does Eric ever bring home a bad show and let it, uh, be honest, I can see your face, 
Does he ever bring home a bad show and let it bother him? Sure. I think, I think yeah, we I all think do. We, they all do. She's they a psychic. Do. She knows before <laughs> he gets home. <laughs> I know when he's on a long road home, so I call him feeling. <laughs> <laughs> well, him, let him get home. I, and I, she I, does say to me, it's going to be good. And she's right. If I don't say nothing, I don't, you know, but I'll say it's good. It could be really good. Okay. Well, you are a psychic, and I'm a, uh, by nature, I'm a skeptic, but I, I like to have an open mind, and I like to quote Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Tartaglione. <laughs> Tart yeah. I don't know if I, did I ever tell you that I, I used my mind to bend a spoon in high school? No. I, well, I, I used pliers, too. All right. But I did. I bent it. I like to quote Shakespeare. Remember Shake the guy used to do that? Yes. I, uh, what was his name? Yuri Geller. Yes, Eric. If your wife's a psychic, you got to know. You, the she doesn't person do can't that. Pull no, that's Geller not. Out of yeah, but that's not what she. We're gonna. I want to ask you what it is you do, but I want to say Shakespeare said. I'm paraphrasing. There are things we have not dreamt of in our philosophy. Horatio. That's in Hamlet, and it's basically like. There's stuff out there that we don't understand, and you better keep an open mind. In other words, to be or not to be, but it might not be yet. <laughs> kind of. Kind of. Kind of. Thank you. He just has to yes me to death, or I'll just keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> he, knows, he knows how to how shut do I, up. How do you respond? So tell us, tell our audience watching at home, um, what does a, a psychic do exactly? And I know, and I know you're, I know you have fun with it, but I also know you're very serious about it uh -huh. too. At the same but time, but there's all different all different kind of versions, right? The people that well, find people's... I'm a psychic medium, which okay. means I can also talk to our loved ones on the other side. Wow. A psychic, I, for me, I retrieve information in any way I can. Hear it, see it, smell it, dream it, draw it, write it. Um, medium, they will come to me with clear information. I'm not a psychic that will say, oh, your grandma's here baking cookies. I mean, I will, you know, I don't care for those kind of messages. I give a thorough message. And that's what I do. I mean, a psychic and a medium. You can be a psychic, but you, what is it? You can be a medium, but not a psychic, but you can be a psychic and a medium. Okay. Or something like that. So I'm both. I've been working on both for a long time. How do you, how do you know I when it's I don't get, what, what's the difference? A medium talks to the other side. A psychic talks to spirit guides themselves, their disease, their sense of smell, their sense of thought. Field, so it's broader. Learning. Psychic yeah. is much Psychic broader. Psychic is everything. Medium is specifically to the other side, crossed over. How do you know when what you're receiving is real, and do you ever receive stuff that's not real, and how do you know the difference? Oh, that's interesting. You've been uh, on Facebook too much. I, ha <laughs> I have. That's because I advertise our comedy class. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, that was, uh, all right, go ahead. Uh, so what do I know? It's, well, uh, I, because my intuition will let me know when it's real, okay. and my intuition will let me know when I'm feeling. Um, see, I feel more powerful than spirit. Uh, you know, spirits like the bad energy, so I don't let them dupe me. Like I will get really? around that. Yeah, I'm not saying that. For, I just it's what happens. I go in very strongly that they're not gonna. I only work in white light, so that's how I work. You work. So. I don't let white light. I don't let any negativity come in, or spirits that are playing hokey games. I did have one spirit that did play a harsh game on me. And, How uh, so? Well, they... Um, the spirit? The spirit himself came to me, and he was a suicide. But during the reading, he's giving me bits and bits of information, and he had a red scarf on, very clear, wrapped all around his neck. 
a little by little, as he's talking to me, he's taking the scarf and he's unwrapping it slow, very slow, and I keep saying it, and I'm saying to the person I'm reading, there's a scarf, he's taking it off slow, and I can see horror in her face. I said, I'm gonna just keep saying This is a happening. relative this or somebody spirit, connected? This is her good friend, a good friend of hers that crossed on because he killed himself. He committed suicide. Finally, by the time he undoes the scarf, the head came down off the neck. He decapitated himself. That's how he killed himself. So he showed And that's how he did it? That's how he did it. And that's what he showed me. Now, I don't know nothing. I don't know how till she walks in my office. But he was, I want to say teasing. I think he was harsh of a harsh spirit. Other Why that, did I, she want to visit that? Well, she just came for a reading. Whoever came or whatever came, came. And I said, I have, I think I gave his name at the time. I have him in spirit. I have an uneasy feeling. He's wearing a scarf. And she goes, go ahead, go ahead. She wow. was listening. Yeah. Now, well, did you know that that's how he had done that? After he showed it to me, yes. Oh, but you didn't know that before that? No, as it was happening, and I saw his head come off, and I saw, uh, like, look like a machete, I knew he took his own life by taking his head off. This is the first time on this podcast that I've ever had... No, it's a heavy story, right? <laughs> no, no I've that, f first that time, wasn't a coincidence. First time I've ever had a panic attack <laughs> on the show. <laughs> But this, see, this is fascinating to me because oh, I thought you were going to say the first time you felt like committing suicide. Don't get me all excited. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie and I are very close, but I, I'm amazed by this, and I'm almost afraid. Have people afraid to try and contact their relatives that have passed on because I, that that I'm a little afraid of. Um, I didn't. I had mixed relationships well, with I would love to talk to parents. my Uncle Chet because he was a great kisser. All right. <laughs> I, I'm now, so, like, let's get to the question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know were how you, to react. Were you okay. already a psychic when you guys as met? A, as a, yes. As a psychic, well, yes, but in training still. As a psychic, um, you will definitely know. What was the question you just asked? Because he kept interrupting me, so I lost my train. Well, sorry. <laughs> Well, Sorry, Jack. We're talking about it? how you know when it's when no, it's happened. But after that, there was uh, something I had a good answer for you, but I lost it. Okay. Well, that's all. Uh, <laughs> we, Jackie does that. What my, would you want? Jackie to does that a lot. Afraid of, of, of contacting relatives. Oh, oh no, yeah, I was. My, my I, I, work is for closure to people to have closure from a, whatever circumstance happened prior to them passing, or they didn't get to say goodbye, or they had a hard relationship with their whoever this was, parent or. Well, so parent. somebody who has unresolved issues with a loved one yeah, or don't know how they crossed or just have a lot but of I mean you, you can up. actually help with that yes you I sense a relief for somebody right I, yeah we hug we cry I mean it takes me a while to come she, down sometimes it can take her a while to come back now I, just oh, I like believe this, that I'm done and I just he knows I can't right now yeah I mean, and you are known as the spicy psychic yes explain that name <laughs> Well, good age myself, but there used to be a commercial that's a species spicy meat the ball. And <laughs> because not only am I psychic, I am pretty much a gourmet cook. So it kind of stuck spicy psychic, and that's. But what spicy meat the ball was RD, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. no. It was like I don't know what it was. was. No, Who it was knows? a good brand. I don't I, remember. I don't use that stuff. No. And I used my email with spicy meatball for a while. But so then I went to Spicy Psychic. She will do stuff like one time she said to me, this is from your father's side. I said, okay. She says, who's Babudo? Babudo. And I went, 
Oh my God, Pat Barbudo was my parents' best man at the wedding. I hadn't, I'd never mentioned him. I had completely forgotten about him. Never thought, but Babudo, and it jarred me. And from the bathroom, I'm like, babe, who's Babudo? Who's yeah? <laughs> he, was, he was hanging so around me. <laughs> I gotta know the circumstances of where and how you guys met. Sure, uh, Roosevelt Field. My first girlfriend introduced us in 1975. <laughs> well, we married other people. We dated when we were 20. We married other people, and uh, we wait a minute. Whoa, because <laughs> you d wasn't clear what you said. You were his first girlfriend. No, no my first girlfriend introduced us. In and was, was you work in Roosevelt Field no, as I was a just psychic? Out with my friends. Yeah, but no, I was your 16. first girlfriend didn't know that she was. I was only 15 or 16. We were, we were 14. It was 14. 1975. We were and you just happened to bump into each other? At the yeah, we knew each other from the neighborhood. And oh, 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 I didn't know that. So, so hi, hi, no, no, like, that's, well, we knew each other from the neighborhood, but she introduced us initially. Oh, yeah, and he's we, like, I want to get pizza. And I was so, like, he's not very So, <laughs> you, if you met when Eric was 15, mm -hmm. um, you knew him when his hair was not a subject of public conversation across audiences. Very good hair, he had by a gorgeous quaff. Yes, I had a quaff. He had disco hair. Yes. Jackie, this is one of those things. Uh, you know early adopters, people who try new de technology before it's really perfected? I think a lot, a lot of your act. <laughs> yes. Eric, tell us, you really went for hair transplants. Right. In the 70s? 80s. 80s. The in 80s. The 80s. And, they they, didn't they didn't, even and it did, they didn't go well, and I've got scarring in the back of my head, so I have no choice but to wear something. And I say it on stage, every set. I tell people very, very quickly, but I say I have no, I said I have plugs and, I, and I've got, and that's why I have to wear it. That's why I have no choice. Otherwise, I would have shaved my head 25 years ago. So you, on ago. stage, you put a wig over this? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is bad enough. And I go up, and and, and you know what? Weed. And that's I leave. That's not real hair. Um, and and by he the talks way, about it in his act. And by the way, the last night, the other night, I was at Uncle Vinny's Comedy Club. Okay. I walk on stage. The guy goes, "Nice hair." As soon as I walk on, and I go, and I know I'm going to nail him because I'm going to be talking about it in a minute. And he well, didn't think I would. Years ago, you would get kind of hit with you know snide remarks. So yeah. we were talking. It was like just. Bring it up to them. Let, let you just bring it to them. So it's just out there. I no, just but it's a, you it's do a you idea. get big laughs on the, on your hair. You know, I get laughs. You know what is? It's very it's unusual. Not it's that many great. people. You know, and you know what? That's comedy. This is my problem. This is my embarrassment. This is what you're. Op I'm opening my chest up every time. I go up there because I hate that I have to have this. And so I can't you can't I let it shine because you've got. Holes. I've got I've got scarring in the back of my head where they took the hair from to move it. So as a result, I, I have I don't have a, a, a clean. I've got a lot of job. I've got just. I, I said my hair looks like a looks like a, an ad for the Braille Institute. But that's, <laughs> that's but that's, that's and and that's why. So I have no choice. And I'll be damned. I, I used to be afraid when I first would come up that you know, people would notice or I wouldn't have a joke for it. But eventually I did. And it became a staple. And I've got a few jokes at the beginning, and I've got a bunch of callbacks <coughs> throughout the act on it. You just address something, you know. I, I that's the same thing. There was a guy <coughs> who was on the, the show with me at Just for Laughs, and he's a guy from Denver. I'll never forget him. His name was Roger Rittenhouse, and he had, was missing a hand, but he didn't have a fake hand. He had a prosthesis, a metal prosthesis with like the two hooks. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And he went on stage, and he, the first thing he did was tell two hysterical references to that. 
and never never came back to it ever didn't even not a callback and you he addressed it and that was on the shelf and then he was hysterically funny and dark and everything and like same deal you know you it's the elephant in the room you deal with it and boom and and the thing is he had that's a source of comedy though he, i wish he had callbacks now yeah. i one time had an eye infection and i had to go on at a club with an eye patch and i went up and i did a couple of pirate jokes the audience laughs and then they forget they forget you I know? didn't forget. <laughs> I, well, I make sure they don't forget. But I mean, Eric, <laughs> the, what, the way that you, di I talk about this in you know where. And, did you uh, really go on stage with a patch? I did. <laughs> I did. I had I an eye infection. I had with a parrot. <laughs> I didn't have a parrot. No. So you only saw half the audience. I <laughs> you don't even know if the other half was laughing. Oh, no. I, I, but at the end, when I turned like this, they were gone. But the point is this. All of them? Or All just of them. Half? They walked out. Oh, okay. you know. but, but I mean, I think what you've done, and you should go see Eric. If you see Eric Tartaglione or his alter ego, Eric Tartaglione, uh, you should go see him because he's got, you've taken something that you could perceive or you perceived as a weakness or something you were self-conscious about and made it a strength. And that's what you do. It is so funny. It makes you more likable. And la laughs are genuine and real. And you're opening up to the audience. And I think it's that's very successful. Thank but you. you do comedy about... On the way home, though, he's still wearing a wig. <laughs> no! That's the whole point. That's the whole point. That's the whole, that's the whole point. The, po the whole point, point is... But, uh, you know, Italian life, uh, he, co he covers it. And he's, he's just so funny. And I, I, you, I, I wonder, you know, uh, it must be, a, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Energetic, loud, a lot going on in your household, with a, a psychic and a stand-up comedian no, living. No, we abandoned that. So you met, so I and met then her. years later, we dated. We dated, and then we always found. You broke up with your girlfriend and dated her. No. no, we just it found each other through the years here and there, but it never really stuck. And then okay. I moved out west for a while. And then you went one way, you went I the other way. Right, yeah. and, then, and we kept in touch. She would have a problem. She would call me. Actually, her friend of ours died. Uh -huh. She actually called me out of nowhere. Uh, and this was years. And then what's the time frame before you wound up back together? We wound up, we met in 75. We got together in 94. We've been there ever since. Oh, that's terrific. And, and we dated in 81. We'll be married 25 years this year. Yeah, that's yes. But it was 19 years yes. before... Yeah, but, but but when the time we met, no, but we dated in '81 on the summer of '81, we and uh, we dated, and then um, then it was '94. We got together again, and we've never looked back. And yeah, yeah. that's that's really really now, nice. Now, when you met at 15, you weren't a psychic yet. No. No, I well, I I always had the gift since I'm a little girl, but I went full bloom more into my. Now, 30s. when you ran into her in '91, was she a psychic yet? She was doing it. What happens is. She, no, you know, let me tell you, I'll tell the story. Should you I don't have Peter Bales' stand-up no. psychic college, do you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, wait a minute. Here's a, matter a story. Of fact, she's not sure if, it, in fact, it could have been, I'm not sure which, and it could have been Eddie Murphy's aunt. She used to work with Eddie Murphy's aunt. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> we are ending this podcast because we're going to start the next one we, with the we story have of to, Eddie Murphy's, I think he says, we got to have you on again. Eddie's one of those we guys We want to have you aunt. on again. I just want to say a couple things. Uh, how do we contact you if if you have an open mind, the spiky, spicy psychic? You wouldn't believe the things I've heard. People are amazed, and I don't use the word amazed oh, easily. Thank you. 
Um, on Facebook? Uh, Facebook The Spicy Psychic. And just contact me there and I will be with you. And Eric, where is the best way for you I'll tell to? Tell you what, my name is very long. If you want to catch my website, you can use my initials, etcomic.com. Etcomic. Etcomic.com. I'm also on Facebook. Shouldn't it be ET Phone Comic? No, it should. It should be, but, <laughs> but it's et uh, et comic. Yes. Okay, and I. One, you know what? Seriously, my favorite part of your act is, and it's not even a laugh line. And it's just nice. You have a daughter, and you adopted yes. the daughter, mm -hmm. and you look at the audience and you say it straight out, telling them you're not asking them, and adoption counts. Yeah, yeah. And it's a, it's a story about it's a nice story about how you love your new daughter, and I don't I don't think I ever told you that. No, but, you never did. But it's a it's a really nice moment in your he's act. He's the best dad, <laughs> and, and he's the, and you're the best dad. And I wanted to end on kind of a <laughs> sentimental. You just did. Yeah. You just did. That's uh, number being one that is really nice and really wonderful. It's not real funny. Okay. If See, you were teaching a comedy class, you'd probably say don't. End with don't close. No, with I I would close with his hair. But she does no, but she does send me my own personalized Father's Day card every year. This year it said, "Dear Dad, I'm so glad you're my adopted father by all means, especially since you're short and bald, and I didn't get your genes." Okay. <laughs> well, we just did end on a laugh. Now, oh, now right. you're talking. Now you must have went to bum, that bum. comedy college with John Cusack. <laughs> Oh, now that is below the belt. Yeah, that's Let's, my job. That's right. We love you, and we'll see you again. I'll probably be stuck with the same co-host next week, <laughs> but we'll also be stuck with the same guests next week. Because, Thank you. Uh, they're very interesting. They are. We want them back. We will do that. We have Eric Tartaglioni and Sue and Jackie the Joke Man Martling. I'm Peter Bales, and Woody, end it, end it. Uh, bye. That was a pretty good episode. A new episode every Wednesday with me, Peter Bales, Jackie the Joke Man Martling, comedians, interesting people. Leave a comment. We'll, we're gonna we'll get, we'll get uh, what am I saying? I don't know. We're gonna get back to you. We will respond to your comment. Standupmemories.com, if you go there, it shows all the different platforms. Oh, Spotify, we're on everything. Every Wednesday. Stand Up Memories. Every Wednesday. A new episode.